Hey y'all, you are listening to the Date Your Soul Convos podcast with your girl Haley Lynn, that's me, talking about the hard, messy, vulnerable topics because that's how you step into a life you love. My faith in Jesus is why I do what I do as a therapist, a life coach, and woman to serve and to turn to God for guidance in hopes that you witness His amazingness and His goodness through my words. I believe that faith and mental health can totally coexist. So grab your coffee, journal, and let's learn together. Hey guys, I am so excited. Let's do this. Episode 25 is here. How is your soul doing? Goodness, we are past a year in this pandemic. Vaccines are getting enrolled out. I don't know about you all, but I've just been in a season of feeling constricted with this pandemic. I'm so grateful that I got the vaccine. I'm so proud of myself. I'm scared of needles, (laughs) but I'm more scared of getting this disease. So this virus, Um, how are you doing? How are you doing? Jeez, I'm here for it. I wish I could hear how you're doing and hold space for you. I really do. Um, The closest way that I can hold space for you and how you're doing is on Instagram at HaleyLynn.Carpenter shoot me a DM. I have strict Instagram boundaries, but I get back to everyone who messages me. Um, I do not get that many DMs. (laughs) I'm not a massive influencer or therapist on Instagram where it's just in flooded with messages. So if you're looking for that additional support, I am totally here for you. Share with me how you're doing. I'll also link my Instagram handle in the show notes. Um, So Let's hop into this episode today. It's going to be on reparenting, reparenting your inner child. Holy shit. (laughs) Big topic, y'all. Big topic. I mean, as a therapist and actually a certified trauma practitioner, so I'm a CTP, certified trauma practitioner. I went through a lot of training to get that certification. Um, I have a lot of empathy, sympathy, respect, understanding of why it's hard to reparent your inner child. And so we are going to come into this topic today on this podcast with grace and understanding that you're in good hands for this topic to be approached. Um, You know, it can be a little nerve wracking to learn about it, but I'm going to help you understand what reparenting is and how we can start doing it. So the inspiration for this podcast actually came from one of my Instagram posts, one of my latest posts. If you're listening to this podcast as it's recorded, it is April 1st, Thursday um, of 2021. And my post that I am going to be breaking down for you was on today as, or was released today as well. So let me go ahead and read that post for you. And we're going to break it up and look at each sentence and what that means from an educational and awareness standpoint of trauma and healing. So let's take a look at that. I said, your parents did the best they could with the tools they had. Waiting around for an apology because you deserved better is not accurate. Your pain is a product of a broken lineage. You can either take a number in a family line of why me, or you can break the trauma bond. So this post actually got the most reach I have ever had on Instagram. It was saved over 50 times, shared over 62 times. And I, what that tells me is 
whether you like it or you don't, or it's hard or it's not hard, because it's a pretty controversial thing to say, um, it's speaking to y'all. Um, it is hitting some heart chords. <laughs> um, some heartstrings are getting pulled by this post. And that is exactly why I do what I do. You know, if we continue to stay comfortable in our thinking patterns, we're not going to grow. So I think this post really pushed some people out of their comfort zones and their normal thought patterns. And I am so here for that. <laughs> so let's dive into it. First line, your parents did the best they could with the tools they had. So this is a really controversial line because a lot of the DMs I got on Instagram was like, they could have done better. You know, they could have stepped up to the plate. My parents could have treated me better. And I hear you on that. However, that comes from a very limited knowledge point of how trauma is transferred. So trauma is actually transferred in utero. That is, let me say that again. Trauma is transferred in utero. That is insane. I have some people say, well, well, how is it transferred in utero? How that can be possible? No, it totally is. When you are in a traumatic event, whether that is something like a big T event, something really, really traumatic, like huge trauma, big trauma that we think of like a car accident or a sexual assault um, or domestic violence, something really big, your body responds in a fight, flight, or freeze way to survive. So you either fight it, you freeze, or you um, run from it. And that response creates neurotransmitters and certain body chemicals that help you survive. So the fight, flight, and freeze system in your body, in your nervous system, helps you survive. It's really cool that we have it. However, if we stay in that threat mode from our trauma we can transfer that in utero because neurotransmitters can be transferred through the umbilical cord and through the placenta. Boom. Whoa. Pause. Holy shiza. You heard me. I'm speaking the truth here, y'all. Trauma is transferred in utero. And if that is not enough, trauma is transferred by our parental figures our caretakers, teachers, truly any parental figure that we looked up to are repeating the same habits and patterns that they've learned. They're operating from a wounded space because of their unprocessed emotions and what was transferred in utero to them. They are parenting and parenting you and helping you through their beliefs that were handed down to them. And their parents were handed down beliefs in utero from their parents. So your great, great grandparents and your great, 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 great grandparents. And that's just crazy to think. However, let me go back to my post here. Your parents did the best they could with the tools they had. How can we look at our parental figures and say to them, you could have done better. You could have loved me better when they didn't even have the skills themselves. 
So if you're going to want that from them, you better go to your grandparents or go to the grave and go to your great-great-grandparents or your great-great-great-grandparents. I mean, the trauma lineage is so deep when it's transferred in utero and core beliefs and society. It's not applicable to base your healing on a parent parental apology. Let's dive into why that is. Let me continue to read. Waiting around for an apology because you deserved better is not accurate. It's just not accurate. You were, um, you were, I'm trying to look for the word. You were taught, you learned, you were given instruction by what was taught and learned and given instruction to your parents. So when I said they did the best they could with the tools they had, I'm not giving them a free pass. I'm not telling them to go past go, collect 200. They are free of their sins and free of the pain. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that if we are waiting on our pain to be healed because we want an apology from them, it's not trauma-informed. It's pain-informed. Let me read that next sentence. Your pain is a product of a broken lineage. Your pain is a product of a broken lineage, not a broken parent, because it's not just your parent. It is the sin and the hurt and the pain from their parents before them. I know that my mom had broken parents, and I know that my grandparents had broken parents. And so if I'm basing my healing on my mom and dad saying they are sorry and I'm waiting for that, and that's why I am healed, I'm not going to be healed. Let's read that next one. You can either take a number in a family line of why me, or you can break the trauma bond. So you have two choices here. You can look at your parents and go, what the heck? Why didn't you do better? I like just apologize and hint, even if they do apologize, from the work I've done as a therapist until you really choose to, you know, care for yourself and give yourself grace and give them grace, you're not truly going to heal even if you do get that apology because not everyone gets that apology. So if you are waiting for an apology from your parents for your healing, it's not going to completely heal you. Or you can break the trauma bond. So one choice Wait for an apology to break the trauma bond. What the heck is a trauma bond? (laughs) So a trauma bond is a behavior, a thought, an emotion. It usually comes out in thoughts and behaviors, to be honest. Um, Not necessarily emotions, but it's a thought or or behavior that you learned to think and do to survive your childhood when threat was present whether that was emotional or physical, and you are still acting in a similar way as an adult. The bond of how you think and you acted as a child is resulting in adulthood because your inner child has not been met yet with grace and kindness. As an adult, you're acting out in behaviors that are similar to when you were in a threat mode as a child. For example, you respond, let's say that you have a coworker who's being rude to you and says something really rude to you. 
how you respond to that coworker being rude to you, whether that's being passive aggressive or thinking like, who does she think she is? It might look a little bit more polite and cold into adulthood, but as a child, you did the same thing. You shut down, you found a narrative, you were quiet, or you acted out. <laughs> so let's let's use that example. That was a tough example. So your coworker is rude to you and you think, who does she think she is? Let's say in childhood, a parent was rude to you and you thought, who do you think you are? And you acted out. It's the exact same trauma bond. Let's use another one. In childhood, you lived in threat because a parent was an alcoholic. And so you didn't know what parent was coming home, so you avoided and you shut down. In adulthood, the trauma bond continues that you might be attracting people in your life that have similar issues. And instead of speaking up, you did what you did in childhood and you shut down and you avoided. The bond continues. The cycle continues. And how do we break that cycle? How do we take these childhood trauma bonds and break them so they are not repeating themselves in adulthood? The very first thing we have to do is come to the realization that it's not our parents' fault. It's not their fault. They truly did the best they could with the skills they had. Point blank. I want that to sit a little bit. (laughs) This is something really, really tough to recognize and to understand. And so I want to pause here to give yourself grace if this is a tough one. Um, Because it is only normal to feel angry about what was done to you. It's only normal to feel frustrated and upset that your parents did what they did. But like my post stated on Instagram, again, I'll put it in the show notes, your pain is a product of a broken lineage. That is the first place to start is to know and to understand and to have a trauma-informed mindset that you are part of a broken lineage. You were not singled out. This did not just happen to you. That does not mitigate what happened to you, but you can understand at a deeper knowledge that your parents were also victims of a broken lineage and their parents were victims of a broken lineage and their parents were victims of a broken lineage. And I don't want this cycle to continue for you. That's why I wrote that polarizing post. I don't want this cycle of pain to continue for you. I want you to learn how to reparent yourself. (laughs) I want all my clients to learn that their life is theirs And they have every right to learn how to reparent themselves. So what does reparenting look like? Reparenting in a very simple way is the act of giving yourself what you didn't receive as a child. Regardless of what we have experienced in our past, we consciously choose different behavior and we meet the need of our inner child. So, How do we start doing this? Because it sounds really heavy. Well, for one, if this is the first time you've ever done this, if it is possible, I would really encourage you to find a therapist. This is such an easier process when you have support. So I would highly encourage you to find a therapist near you and do this work with them. If a therapist is not handy, 
I would encourage you to get the book, How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. It is the only book I know of that does trauma processing um, appropriately. That's not like if you're a student or if you're getting a trauma certification. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm going to take Harvey's toy roll. He's not going to be happy about this. I have a two-year-old Corgi. He usually shows up on my podcast by playing with his toys that are super loud. Okay, so where did we leave off? Number one, try to find a therapist near you. I understand that mental health is a privilege and not everyone can... um, be able to see a therapist. So if you were not able to see a therapist, go by the book, How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole Apera. She's on Instagram at the Holistic Psychologist, and I'll tag her in my show notes for y'all to um, go grab her book and where to find her on Instagram. It is pretty incredible. It's a pretty incredible book. And it allows you to walk yourself through this reparenting process um, much deeper and in greater detail than I ever could on this podcast. So I would encourage you, even if you are like, let's say you do find a therapist (laughs) still buy the book. It's incredible. And the third way that you can do this is really sitting with yourself and writing down what you needed as a child. Even if it was met, like, even if you did feel loved, I want you to write down that maybe you wanted something else. Maybe you wanted more time with your parents. Maybe you wanted on it, like, let's be honest, like more money so you could go do things with friends. What did you need? Did you need someone to tell you they're proud of you? Did you need some, uh, you know, a parent to tell you that they love you, that they hear you, that they understand you? Write it all down. Write down everything that you needed as a child, that it was not met. Yeah. Write it all down. (laughs) And then what I want you to do is ask yourself how you can meet those as an adult. So if it's that, you know, one of your needs was to be heard and you didn't feel heard, how can you hear yourself now? Is it stopping and just saying to yourself, I hear me? I see me, I heard my words. Or what if you were told that you are not loved enough? Maybe you only heard it when you got a good grade. Would that look like writing love letters to yourself? Or saying, I love you and putting it on a sticky note? How can you meet that need? Because once we understand that we are products of a broken lineage and it is not our, our parents' job to apologize and heal heal us. It's our job. We can start reparenting ourselves and re, and giving our inner child what we so desperately wanted as a child. We have that ability to do that. Isn't that crazy? That's just, ugh, that's insane. It's absolutely insane. It, 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 it truly blows me away. Um, that we can, we have this capability. And when my clients understand that they can reparent themselves and meet their own needs, it is like the floodgates of therapy open, the floodgates of faith open that you can provide for yourself the gifts of the spirit that Jesus gave us. The gifts of love and joy and patience and understanding and beauty and knowing who we are in him. 
it's so powerful. Like this stuff, ooh, gives me chills. <laughs> For me, I repair it myself by knowing that I have an incredible father in Jesus. That's my faith. That's what I live by. And it has helped me so much knowing that I'm not alone on this journey. That yes, I can meet my needs, but my needs are being met by someone much greater than my understanding. And I've also, it's taken me some time, but I've learned that it's not my parents' fault. It's time for me to relearn me. This is something I had to spend time connecting to. Reparenting yourself is about reconnecting with who you are and what you need. It can be kind of scary, huh? <laughs> yeah, kind of scary. So I'm going to wrap up this podcast here with one final thought. You are worthy of reparenting 100%. I don't care about your past. I don't care what you have been through because that's not who you are today. You're a new person. You're a brand new person who has never lived this day before. You can choose today to meet your needs. And I'm going to be cheering you on 100% of the way. <laughs> the time of the way, uh, whatever. I am here to support you. So thank you all so much for taking a listen. We dove into reparenting today. Feel free to hop on over to my Insta at HaleyLynn.Carpenter. And I'd love to hear what you have to say about this in regards to reparenting. Let me know if you have bought the book, How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. I freaking love it. Oh, I could do a podcast episode on every single chapter and I might do that just because it's that good. Until next time. <laughs>